Now that's dope radio. All right, how's everybody doing right now? Uh, this is uh, Tasi. This is D Willow. And uh, this is our first segment of Roundtable Round for the People. And uh, our first, um, this is our first one. So our first comment and first, um, what would you call it? Our first question. question yeah. Our first question Questions. comes from uh, comes from the homie Avery Blunt. Uh, shout out Avery I appreciate you man For leaving a comment On Dope Radio Instagram And um, He brings up a good point And a tough question um, And it's been on It's I mean It's been on my mind For Some time now And uh, You know it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the comment That he left But um, First describe Why With the Video He tagged us in a video Um and basically, the in the video, it's showing us it's people, you know, in the neighborhood. But basically, you got like five or six police officers on one man that's really not fighting back at all. And they got him like, it literally looks like they're trying to like break limbs, break limbs. They're punching him. One, you got one police officer facing the people that are recording with his hands on the gun like he's ready to shoot at any moment. So let me break this video down for you. Um, the video will probably uh, post it on Dope Radio uh, Instagram for everybody to view. But just a quick little visual while you guys are listening. Basically, it's a street, a two-way, it's a neighborhood street. Houses on each side. You got about five police officers on one guy. Um, and there are, from, from the voices we hear, it sounds like about seven to, seven to eight people watching. And recording and yelling and screaming and uh basically here here goes uh Avery's comment and what he left on uh dope radio you want to read it you want me to read it i mean i should read it because you know it's a guy so, guy voice all right hey y'all love the podcast i tag you on a video maybe you can talk about it in your show it was a uh, police brutality video and people recording talking ish but uh, here's my thing. Everyone talks about bodies and how how many guns they got. But when our people are getting effed up by the police, they freeze or quick to shoot each other or uh, jump each other and post fight videos of fighting each other. But no one ever fights back when it's people doing it to us. When is the time to fight back or not fight back at all? My opinion is everyone is so gangster. Why don't... They do it towards the people who do it to us instead of each other. I'm not spreading hate, but marching and talking ain't doing a damn thing no more. What's the next available option for us? Love to hear y'all thoughts. First off, man, I just want to uh, thank you, and I appreciate you for leaving a comment um, for us to address on Roundtable. And this is exactly what uh, Roundtable for the People is. Um, so I'm going to kick it off. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off and try to uh, you know answer and, and and this is a reminder for everybody that this is my point of view and I'm speaking from uh, someone who's experienced police brutality someone who's uh, you know at a young age at, at 16 years old experienced police brutality and um, so this is this is from my point of view and my wife will have a different point of view I'm sure so um, for me I, I like to I like to revert to um, Dr. King's quote, which is, if a man has not discovered something that he would die for, he isn't fit to live. Now, for me, 
Um, the, now, there's different cloths, I believe, that generations are cut from. And this generation definitely is missing something. Now, if I see somebody getting brutalized by the police, I will not be standing there recording. I will go ahead and lay my life on the line and run in there and say, stop and really start grabbing police officers and pushing them off. Now, if they shoot and kill both of us, that's just what's going to have to happen. Because in my mind frame, and it's just in my DNA, I can't let that go down in front of me. And that's just because I firmly believe in that. I firmly believe in laying my life down for what I believe in. Now, let's say if that happened. Avery, let's say if you, you're getting beat up by the police, I'm walking by, I jump in. I'm yelling, stop, stop. They're not stopping, so I start sleeping police. One officer didn't get slept. He has time to reach for his gun. He shoots me. Somehow, so now this is on the news. Two men killed, and it could be just me, but this is on the news. They see me jumping in to help. So I'm repeatedly saying stop. They're not stopping. Then I physically have to intervene. And then I get shot behind that. Now, somebody has to have some type of thought. This should, this is, that situation should spark something. So, well, why did he, why was he forced to jump in and intervene? Why did he feel like he had to intervene and seen somebody getting brutalized by the police and ultimately leading to his death, his, his own death, when he didn't have to do that? How many videos of people getting killed by the police does somebody jump in and help? None. Now, imagine if they started seeing videos of people jumping in and helping each other. What if, what if, what if that happened? Obviously, they're going to start to think, okay, something isn't right with the way these communities, communities are being policed. And they already are thinking that. But imagine seeing a video of three people, four people jumping in, grabbing police officers, pushing them off of somebody getting beat up. And a lot of, a lot of that has to do with systematically making people self-hate, having, having self-hate against each other. Is that right? Okay. But those are my thoughts. I believe I believe that if there are videos to surface of people not recording and just screaming and actually trying to help and be human and and it's in their DNA to not see their brothers and sisters getting brutalized by the police and help them. I believe a positive will come out of that. That those are my thoughts. Now I'm not saying go out there and no, actually I am saying that. <laughs> I am saying that. If you see somebody getting beat up by the police, you should help. You should. 
And that's me. That's just what I'm. That's the cloth I'm cut from. I'm willing to do that. Are you though? Probably not. You probably one of those people of this generation. Probably just recording, same way they recording those fights. And I'm with you. I understand where you're coming from. I understand, and it's frustrating because it it pisses me off because, like I said, people these days are just cut from a different cloth, and they're not built like that. People aren't built the same. At times, I feel like I was born in the wrong generation. But those are those are those those are the thoughts of Tasi. Now I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my wife take the take the stage. I would have to agree with Avery. It is frustrating to see videos um, posted of our people fighting each other, killing each other. Um, and we're not fighting back against the oppression. And just today, I was talking to one of my good friends, my sister in spirit, my mentor, um, Nikesha Smith-Woods with Keys to Victory. Um, she was just telling me that it was a shooting over in Del Paso Heights. Um, and it's kind of disheartening because with all that's happening within our community, um, with the police terrorizing our people in the community, um, we're still doing each other wrong. And I just feel, in my opinion, that it's time for us to really, like, to keep it real, put the guns down, stop the fighting. We need to unify, we need to organize, and we need to police, not even police, we need to protect our communities. Um, and whether that be just your average Joe or police officers, um, we definitely need to do something to that I, to that effect because I can't agree with you as far as the marching. Um, it's I wouldn't say that it's not working, um, but it's not happening quick enough. And even with us video recording uh, all of the shootings, uh, the police brutality, they're still not being held accountable for their actions. Um, and until that happens, honestly, it's gonna just take, it's gonna take us, the people in the community to protect our own um, and do right by our own. So I definitely agree with you, Avery. Um, in that it, it's definitely frustrating. And I know it's frustrating for our people in the community to see that um, nothing's being done to help us. Um, and we can scream, shout, and talk, you know, until our faces turn blue. Literally, that's really what's happening. Um, our people are dying, even though we're marching, we're having rallies, we're, we're really screaming to the rooftop stop killing us like we just want to live and nothing's being done no matter how um wide it, it you know the exposure gets on the media um we even have people in other countries that are standing with us that's really looking at the U.S. like how are you stepping in and trying to protect people in other countries and you can't even protect your own you're not even doing right by your own so until they do that it's really going to take for us as a community to come together, to organize, um, to protect our communities, to police the police, 
Um, and at the end of the day, to keep it real, the police was never created to protect and serve, at least not our community. They were actually put together to capture the slaves that were trying to get away. Um, and eventually, as time went on, they were placed in the ghettos to make sure that our people did not leave where we were placed. They were meant to stay in one area, one neighborhood. So it's really going to take for us to really just protect our own. We have to, because if we don't, honestly, I don't think anybody else will. And that's why it's so important that we take care of our neighborhoods as well. Um, we're out here, you know, gang banging and, you know, trying to rep a hood, trying to rep a block. And we need to be repping our people. We really need to get it together, y'all, for real. Now, for all those guys out there that think they think that gangland, they think they hard. Now, personally, I've done things. I've done things. Um, in the streets and a, and a lot of people I, I never have to rap about it You know why? I never have to rap about it You know why? Because other people who witnessed What I did Will go run and tell The next person And so reputation is Is there Now My music I don't rap about it Why? Because to me I don't have, to, I have Nothing to prove You're a fool If you have something to prove Now getting back to so what, what we're talking about Police Now Like my wife was saying Police well, Police were never here To protect our community Let's put Let's get that straight If you really look Research the history of police They were there To capture slaves Like she said Capture slaves And return them To their slave master Or To kill them Now Let's talk about gangs Ooh. We talk about policing our guess what? Guess where gangs came from? Deriving from Black Panther Party and when that when when the feds, the FBI, Jagger Hoover totally dismantled this group uh, this active this activist group called the Black Panthers, who were all college students, but they wanna militarize them and they wanna oh because they had guns. Guess what? Their guns were they had license to carry. And all of that. And that's the reason why California changed the gun rules, the gun laws. Now, fast forward to Los Angeles, you had gangs. And you have the Crips. You have also Mexican Mexican gangs in the 40s that were created. And I hate the word gang because to me that's a negative view. You had men in their communities that were organized and they were there to protect their community from police brutality. Now, the idea of gangs has totally, totally uh, just derailed from its purpose, which is pr to protect our community. Why? 80s, crack came in, came about money. Now, I'm not gonna give you a history lesson on all of that, but if you're gangbanging right now, or you think you are, and you don't know nothing of this, put your rag down. You don't know nothing about it. I've got family members who's been really shot over this, who's really laid a life because of a rag. 
but they're they're fully aware and conscious of the history. But we want to take we want to talk about getting back, and you you want in Avery you, you brought up what's an option. For me, it's getting back to that, getting back to policing our communities, and really getting back to what the men of our communities are supposed to do, which is to protect our communities. And a lot of you guys know me and see, and, and yeah, there's videos out there on the internet of me beating up people on the train for doing some disrespectful things uh, to a woman. That is part of, that's real gangster. You wanna talk about gang? That's real gangster. That is real gangster. Okay, you, you'll never hear about me doing something that I didn't have to do. Everything I've done is because I believe it's part of my DNA. That's what I believe in. So when a situation like me jumping in to help a brother out, and that's because the purpose of what gangs stood for, protecting their community. And that's, that's what I believe in. That's what I'm cut, that's the cloth that I'm cut from. And I feel like as a community, we need to start building up young men. It starts with the youth. It starts with the youth. Building up young, young integral men that'll stand with their brothers and sisters and protect them when it comes down to it. And that's what it's about. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? That's a good question. Where do we go from here? Where do we start? I'll tell you where we start. June 5th. Get your ass over there and vote. Everybody needs to vote and get the right people in. Take your ass to school. Get your degree. Everybody take your ass to school. Get your degree. Stop trying to be stop trying to stop trying to uh, be a rapper. There's enough rappers out there. There's enough rappers out there. Stop talking about catching bodies. You ain't catching no bodies. And if you are, you're only doing it because you're pressured and you think that you'll get on with hopefully Mozzie or Lavish D. Hopefully you'll get on if I, if you go you go do do a field trip. You're doing it for clout. You're clout chasing. Stop it. Degree chase. Stop it. You're not hard. You ain't built like that. Stop it. No disrespect, but I've worked at Oak Park Community Center for years. I know all these young young guys that are trying to be rappers and trying to trying to portray an image of somebody else who who is not. That's not you. It's not you. I know you. I know y'all. It's not you. <laughs> it's not you. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man first. It's a beautiful life, man. It's a beautiful life out there. You definitely don't need to be sipping lean. Get, you know, it's a beautiful life out there, man. Besides doing what the next man is doing and then what the next man is doing. And then you guys are all followers. There's a beautiful life in being a leader. Trust me. But yeah, those are those are my thoughts on, and uh, this is round table for the people. Um, if you got any, any comments, any, anything you wanna 
share it, go ahead, leave it in on our uh, Dope Radio Instagram. This is Tasi signing off. Uh, hopefully they answered your question, man. But uh, appreciate you, man. One love. Peace. Now that's Dope Radio.